It's essential to proactively consider the impact of decisions on other people and departments and make sure that they're informed in a timely way so that they don't feel surprised or disregarded. I'm Jason Gore, and I'm here with executive coach Robert McNaughton. Thanks, Jason. This is a, a very uh, simple practice in certain ways, but it, it clues us into a whole other dimension of leadership, which is about how we are engendering trust in our culture and considering that the other people are actually just are, are human beings and not just cogs in a machine. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes you just get so focused on the decision and getting to the decision that we forget how the people are going to react and often don't put a, like a communication plan in place to get them on board. And if people feel surprised, pretty much any time people feel surprised in a business environment, whether it's good or bad, actually, it's I consider it to be a net negative um, because we want people to kind of smoothly transition into new knowledge and, and adapt and um, kind of have a, a place that they could count on um, stability as much as possible, even in a very fast-moving and unstable environment. Yeah, you know, I have a, a great model um, I use a lot, which is like there's results-driven leaders who just crank and just get amazing things done, and there's follower-driven leaders who have great rapport and trust with the people they work with. And high-impact leaders are people that can do both of those. And so it's, this is in the dimension of like if we want to have people that trust us, that follow us, that want to go with us into whatever war we're going, this is one of those things that we have to slow down enough to consider how our decisions are impacting the people we're working with. You know, as a coach, I can't tell you the number of times I've been called after a big problem has arisen and kind of the company's in mutiny. And when a leader has made a big declaration that kind of comes out of the blue for the majority of the people, and like whether it's a reduction in force, moving the company to another location, changing the direction of the product moving from like you know technology to a SaaS company or something like that and it kind of makes this big announcement that they're all excited about and it's like you know you could hear a pin in the needle you could hear a pin drop because everybody's just like so shocked and how the news got to them and the cleanup that happens afterwards takes oh I would say six to eight X longer than if they would have just inform people in a slightly softer way. Hey, we're thinking about this. We're 95% of this decision. And, you know, let's, let's, we want some input first before we make the decision, but include people in some way or at least inform them, especially the departments that are most impacted or the people that are most impacted um, and think through how the communication is going to impact people. Um, because when people are surprised or feel disregarded or feel like their lives are out of control, it really has a negative consequence around attrition, around inclusion, around trust. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing worse for your reputation as a leader to have the reputation that, you know, and I've heard this from clients all the time. You've probably heard it too. It's just like, oh, well, you know, that CEO, they're, you know, they're kind of manipulative. They're sneaky. They're just, they do that. And like reputations, you know, there is so social equity in the marketplace we work we, we work in and you don't want to be one of those leaders that has a reputation that you don't care about the people you work with. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose access to a lot of talent 
And frankly, it's, it's, it's not the most difficult thing in the world to learn this practice, to learn mm -hmm. how to just consider the impact and, and then how you calculate in, how you check in with people based on that. If you read Glassdoor reviews, and I'm, you know, for all my clients, I'm constantly reading Glassdoor reviews, like, because we're, we're managing the, we got to hire a lot of people a lot of, really fast. So Glassdoor is important to us. Yes. Um, and the number of Glassdoor reviews that basically are based on being surprised by how decisions are made is vastly more proportional than any other aspect of the Glassdoor reviews that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, it matters here. And, you know, so what gets in the way of, um, you know, informing others and even just, just considering, being considerate to, to know that this has an impact of others. I remember this, you know, doing this a lot. It's, it's kind of for me, like there's this manic state I can get into as a leader where I'm really crushing it and we're taking care of this, taking care of that, taking care of that. And we're working at a very high level of moving fast. And, it, it, and it's almost a high to move at that pace. But there's a canary in the coal mine there that I might just be, you know, moving a little too fast. And then if I just slow down, all of a sudden I remember, it's like, oh, yeah, that's really going to affect so-and-so in this department. Okay, yeah, next time I, you know, I, I need to send them an email and check in about that or make sure that you communicate this in this way to be skillful about that. Mm -hmm. Agree completely. If you look at decision models, um, and there's a lot of variations on them, but they all have three components, right? You have the people that are making the decision and whether there's different aspects to that. There's the people that are being consulted where their opinions matter um, and need to be considered even though they're not the decision makers and, you know, we could hear their opinions, we could hear what's going on, but we might make a different decision. And then there's people that need to be informed. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think it's the informed piece that we just, just forget about. Um, and we don't think about okay, we, you know, how are people going to react to this and how do we get them on board? I hear myself more often than not in really tricky situations saying people, to people, okay, saying to CEOs, get to 95%. But before you put the decision in stone, have a conversation. Um, and so that you get really like the key stakeholders. Like there was one time where the board basically said, hey, we're going to give $6 million to the marketing department to run with, yeah. right? Even that, you know, like really good news. And he went in and told the, the CMO and the CMO was pissed off that he wasn't included in part in the conversation. Like, like, what am I, just a cog in the wheel? Fine, great. I'll go spend your $6 million, but like, am I an executive at this team or not? Yeah. Whereas <laughs> more undervalued than being excluded from, from essential news. Yeah. Um, as compared to if, if, you know, just he got, hey, I'm talking to the board about, about uh, money. I think I could get you $6 million. Um, just want to let you know that's in process. That's kind of informing before, you know. And he might say, oh, I, actually, I, I can't spend six. Like, it's, it's not a logarithmic equation. It's like, I could do five, but the last million isn't going get to us, get us anything at much other than the brand. Do you want to? go five or six, like you might consult and get some more information, but even if you don't, like just the, the humanity that you're talking about, Robert, of like having that person feel included and not like just a, a cog that's being told what to do. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, this is insider outsider dynamics mm. and like everyone, you know, no one likes to be an outsider and that's what you're doing. If you just have like an inner circle at your company that you're keeping secrets with that don't need in like, not only don't need to be that way, but it's essential that they be included with others. It's like, this is your company needs to be the whole insider group so yep. that everybody feels like they're a part of this family that's moving forward, that's doing this, this important thing and that their, their understanding is critical to that. Totally. And the things that people will make up when they don't know what's happening, like um, there was one executive team that they had an emergency and they, had an emergency like offsite, onsite offsite, where they spent a whole day, um, you know, kind of locked in a conference room. And when they got out of the conference room, it was actually kind of relatively good news. Everybody thought the company was going to go through a reduction in force. Yeah. Um, as compared to, hey, actually, we're thinking about making some big product changes. We have a really nice strategic offer um, to do a big piece of work, but it's going to move the 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 company in a new way, um, we're going to take an offsite to go consider it. Nice. Um, now, you know, there's certain things you can't say, Hey, we're thinking of reduction in force because right. of course. like, okay, so yeah. So then you want to be, you know, figure out how to not spread rumors. Um, but if people are not informed, um, and they're surprised, Oh my God, the stories are that people will make up to fill in the voids of why did that happen? And what's really going on? And, Who's at the helm? And oh my God, it's amazing. And now, you know, more and more companies have virtual employees. You know, sometimes we're not all in the same office building where we can rely on the cultural conversation to allow things to be informed uh, and all that. I, like, I remember, you know, when I was a CEO of my last business, it's like I, I felt like the whole, you know, body of the organization was my body. And so when I would make a big decision, like, I would feel it in my gut if. Like I knew this was going to, you know, hurt some people. Mm -hmm. And so really the leaders that I know that do this well is there's an intuition there and that yep. you have to move slow enough. It doesn't mean you slow down, but like you're moving slow enough that you actually feel the impact of the big decisions that you're moving. You have a big responsibility here. And like by yep. sensing into that, that'll give you a lot of information that you can actually know how to go forward in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. Um, let me give an example of a really tough uh, moment where a company has to inform someone. And, and I mentioned this several times so far, but let's talk about a reduction in force just as an example. Um, right. It takes a lot of planning um, and you got to figure out who you're letting go and who you're not. And so of, of course, all of your executives are going to know. Um, and, you know, you have to figure out when to loop in your managers if you have kind of multiple layers in the organization. Right. Like the managers probably need to be informed, but if, as soon as you inform the managers, like then the odds of it leaking are much higher. So you got to have a really clear plan. You know, like, hey, on Monday morning, we're going we're gonna to pull the managers aside and, and talk to them and say, this is what we think we're going to do. Um, get their last minute input. Um, you know, have a day. You know, and then like, you know, hey, we're on Tuesday morning, uh, and I really like bad announcement, bad news to be done Tuesday morning because it gives the team to normalize together afterwards. Um, as compared to like so many leaders say, hey, let's do it on a Friday, and then but then everybody goes home and and it's like the world has come down. Like way better to have them there to normalize together. For sure. Um, but like you know, you, you make a plan. Okay, we're gonna take we're gonna send an email out to 
everybody that is staying and let them know that they're safe. And everybody who is not, we're going to ask them to go to a room and we're going to announce it together. Um, or what, you know, whatever you, you decide to do, um, you know, so that you're communicating so that the whole company can find out at the same time and in a good way. And then how are you going to handle Singapore, which is nine hours later? Like, you know, and, you know, like, are you going to have, you know, you're going to have a voicemail, you know, for every single person letting them know what happened and because they're going to find out. So, you know, how do you, how do you control that flow of information so that people find out directly from the leadership team rather than all the sideways conversations? And, you know, we could talk about different styles of doing it, but the big thing is to have a plan of action to yes. make sure who everybody who's impacted is informed in a good way. Yeah. It takes, it takes, you know, experience um, to do well. And, you know, public companies, you know, know how to do elements of this better than anyone, right? Because okay. the stock price changes based on your decisions. You, you better believe they're investing an immense amount of time of who this is going to impact and at what time do we need mm -hmm. to inform them. Totally. Uh, petrochemical plants are amazing, you know, around safety issues. The, the level of protocol around how people are informed in what order and what timing is um, really, um, it's a powerful example of when, you know, you could plan for something and to do it well. Same thing with like, you know, leaks or PR issues. Like, you know, public companies have a routine around that. Um, pharmaceutical companies, for example, if a news story breaks about a drug that has killed certain people, uh, you know, most pharma companies have a protocol for how to deal with that, who needs to be informed, you know, what to say, what not to say. Like, you know, we can't do that in a typical situation because it's not something that we could predict. Um, but the point is we got to, we just have to do it. We have to at least think through how people are going to be impacted and the best way for them to receive the news. Yeah. You know, and the companies that are, when this is done with excellence, it's like everyone you know, feels like they're on the same page. Even if there's, you know, need to know information that isn't shared by anyone, at least we're not feeling like there's some odd reason why I'm being excluded for things. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that we're, we're all on the, on the same team together and there's consideration across the board that engenders the kind of trust that we want to move forward with excellence. Yep. Um, let's just share a couple more examples before we break. Um, I was uh, working with a, with a CEO just recently and he was going to fire his CTO. Now, the board knew about the CTO, um, but basically something happened where, you know, he's been kind of unable to execute well for a while now, but he came to the office, uh, office the CEO's office last week and said that the project was going to be delayed by six weeks um, with about a week's notice. Yeah. And it was kind of the last straw, like, you know, a gap that big should have been communicated way before. And, um, he, you know, the CEO decided that, look, I'm better off actually working directly with the managers below the CTO. I'm going to fire him and I'm going to fire him immediately. And he called me up, said, hey, can we talk about how to do this? And we decided that it was best to actually tell the board you were going to do this. Not to consult with them, uh, but to at least say, hey, you know, so he sent a message out while we were talking, just immediately sent a message out to inform the, bo the board members um, and it turns out, now he got lucky here, that the CTO is going to quit. Um, and so he got some information back 
But even if he didn't get that information back, that would, that was super helpful. He saved a whole bunch of severance, but you know, uh, comp. Um, but even if it wasn't helpful, like it, then it, it doesn't catch the, the investors off guard. Like they feel right. that they're being informed. They, they feel like, and it was just like, we're there. We're, we're about to make the thing. The decision is kind of made or at least 95%, just not executed on. That's a good time to really inform the stakeholders of what's happening, the people that are, that are close to it. Yeah. I mean, not only are you being considerate, you know, and, and letting these people apart to be a part of what's happening, but you also are privy to extra information that you may have not had access to beforehand that could severely impact the decision you're going to make. And third, you're not doing this alone. You're, you, you're not alone. You, can, you have all this additional resource with the people that you're working with by informing people and so that we can really feel that we're acting on behalf of things together. And the downside of not doing this is, is lost trust when it doesn't need to be. Like when you have trust, when people know that you care about them, they don't feel like a cog in the wheel, you know, they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, when something happens where, you know, like the riff, you know, where you can't inform them, they're not going to be as up in arms because they know that if you could inform them, you would have. And they feel like they're in the loop. They feel like they're part of the team. They feel like they're cared about. And it's just, it's, you know, I think it's a costly mistake not to build that trust when you can so that it's like a, a piggy bank. Like you have that trust in the bank account to use so that when you do make a, a mistake, people kind of give you a little wiggle room. Yeah. I think culture is growing in, in really positive directions in this way where we're not sacrificing, um, high, you know, high impact results by having more rapport with our community. We're just saying mm -hmm. that like by being more considerate, by bringing us all together, it makes us even more efficient. The takeaway here is pretty simple. Proactively inform people who are impacted, especially if they're impacted negatively by decisions and to think through how to inform them in a timely way so that they don't feel surprised or disregarded. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Robert. And to all the leaders out there, we hope this has been helpful.